I'm Kat Anderton and welcome to the Negotiation Society podcast. My guest today is Ashley Barrett. Ashley is a consultant at TGP based in the US. Outside of work, Ashley loves to travel and to unwind, she practices yoga and Pilates. Ashley enjoys art and to channel her creative energy, you might find her shopping at vintage markets around Tampa or working on a new sewing project. In this episode of the Negotiation Society podcast, I talk to Ashley about the tricks of her trade. We chat furniture, hat wearing, and how a knack for creativity led to a dramatic shift in her negotiation style when COVID hit. So let's get going and chat to Ashley. I stalked on LinkedIn and had a look to see what you did before. So I actually know, but I'd love to hear more about it to find out what you did uh, before becoming a consultant at TGP. So my career was heavily focused in both the apparel and furniture industry before I joined Gap. So I was the national sales manager for a women's clothing and accessories line. They were super small team, um, which meant I had the opportunity to wear a ton of different hats. I traveled all the time. Um, I was working with new accounts at trade shows. We did a lot of trade shows, both domestically and internationally. And then I would travel to India a lot to plan um, for our next season's collections. So I had a lot of different opportunities when I was with that company. And then I decided to make the switch into something a bit more corporate. And that's when I moved to Boston and I started my furniture career, as you could say, um, <laughs> on the promotions team at Wayfair. Yeah. And so I was there for a couple of years and then I had the opportunity. Um, it led me to joining the corporate team at Ashley Furniture down here in Tampa. And so at that company, I worked on a variety of different projects, really just driving new strategy across multiple different product categories within the home. So it ranged quite a bit um, from the product categories that I touched at, Ashley, but was always working to drive new strategy or strategies and growth um, for the products I was working on. That, that's amazing. And is it coincidence that you worked for two different uh, furniture companies? The first one, it was more so just so happened. I was applying for different roles that I was really interested in. Um, yeah. And that's where I landed at Wayfair. I still got to be very creative. Um, I was curating collections within the home um, for the customers and things like that. So still got a piece of that creative um, juice that I was able to use, but it had a lot more structure. Um, so I was able to pick yeah. up on some of the processes and things like that sure. um, that I didn't have as much in that first role. And then um, I actually joined Ashley right at the beginning of covid and so when I made the switch, furniture was still a huge market that I felt yes. safe in, which is kind of scary to say. You, We weren't really yeah. sure what was safe um, during that time, but I joined right pre-pandemic. Um, and so with that role, I still loved the furniture industry. I just wanted to go into something that was a bit more category manager um, okay. and had different roles within that company. In your previous roles, what's your experience of negotiating? Yeah, so negotiated daily in my previous roles, whether yeah. that was internally or externally. Um, within the clothing company that I was at, I was um, both the buyer and the seller. Um, yeah. The way they were set up, uh, worked very closely with our manufacturers, so would do buying for our product, but then was selling to a lot of big big box retailers, uh, mom and pop boutiques. So I got a range of different customers there. Um, also was negotiating things that I never dreamed I would negotiate over like space for trade show booths. 
location was so key. Um, So constantly negotiating with our account managers for those uh, trade show companies because we were doing upwards of 30 trade shows a year. So we were always on the road. So making sure um, we were seeing huge growth year over year. So making sure that our previous agreements, they rarely suited what we needed for the following year or something like that. So we always were renegotiating everything. Um, So loved that aspect. And then in the furniture industry, when COVID hit, I was over the mattress and bedding category and foam shortages, allocations, things like that, that were coming through were just so different. Um, Seeing categories flipped, I was also on home office and storage where huge growth year over year that had no way of uh, really planning for as people were staying home. So how I negotiated shifted dramatically because the priorities changed. Um, They were not the same as pre-pandemic. So it was, it was really interesting. You constantly had to reassess the situation and get creative of understanding where you were at in those negotiations as everything else changed around us. Yeah, that's amazing. And and did you find your negotiation tactics changed from your first role as over time and experience? And did you have a mentor? And and how did you learn to negotiate at the time, in particularly in your first role? Yeah, hugely. Um, first role, it was just trial by error. To be honest, yes. <laughs> we were so small. It was just yeah. you did what you could. Um, yeah. And I learned a ton. I learned a ton yeah, even just how to negotiate differently between. Um, really high-end retailers versus how we were negotiating against our mom and pop stores, where I could be more flexible um, in our relationship versus ones that were placing onesie, twosies orders. So it took a lot of (laughs) trial by error in that first role. And then I had phenomenal mentors at Wayfair. Um, My manager and um, her boss's boss, both of them kind of took me in under their wing and taught me a lot of what they had, um, what they had learned. And it was funny. She was with a prior company before Wayfair. And, um, I came to find out after I took this role, we still are very close. And she was like, I went through the gap training. Um, and so a lot of the things, yes, she did. Oh, wow. Came kind of full circle. I was like, wow. (laughs) So do you see now some of the, some of the tactics that she taught you and mentored you in? Do you see where she got them from? Even some of the subtle wording that she would use. Yeah. I was like, oh, yep, yeah. that's that's Gap. And that's kind of the way wow. uh, she taught me before I even knew what Gap was, which was really cool. That's really funny. And I guess when you look back on your first role, do you think, oh. <laughs> yes, you only would have known. <laughs> what was the reason for making the move to TGP and, and how did it all come about? Yeah, so I had gone through... Um, some negotiation training when I was in previous roles and then leadership conferences and things like that throughout my career. And I realized a lot of my favorite parts of that role were guiding my team to help them become better. And then that thinking strategically and creatively on how I can find those best solutions. And when I saw this role from Gap, it really provided all of my favorite parts of that, being able to have plenty of challenges, thinking strategically and creatively, but also constantly helping other people become better. And that's really what drew me into TGP. What are the things that you you really love about TGP? Everyone is so open. So you're constantly meeting new people, which I love from the consultant side, and seeing how impactful 
the short amount of time that we have together and how that can really shift someone's full yeah. career or their impact. And just hearing some of that feedback has been phenomenal in yeah. deals that they're able to maximize and things like that. Um, but then the culture of TGP itself, everyone is so open, collaborative. No one thinks that it's their way or their highway. So everyone is really open to thinking about what other ways could we make that work? How can we make that best for this person or for this solution? Yeah. Which it's a really creative and collaborative environment. So you're never bored, which yeah. I love. Yes. Yeah. What's next for you at TGP? I mean, uh, obviously you're, you're a consultant now, but do you do you see yourself going in a different direction, or or what are your goals? What what do you want? Where do you want to be in a couple of years' time? I think what's next for me at TGP is diving in deeper with some of our clients. Right now, I'm heavily focused in our workshops and delivering um, those pre-structured trainings that we have that are so successful. But for me, I see myself next step is really diving in to help consult some of those one-off situations yeah. or yeah. Um, diving in deeper to really make an impact for that company on something that's specific to them. What do you love about the workshops? Do you, do you like creating those relationships and those bonds? I mean, it's such an intense few days isn't it? <laughs> and you get to know people sort of really well but not well at all almost it is it's it's this whole um situation where you're so heavily immersed with one another yeah. for the four days yeah. and then you're gone and yeah. so we do have some follow-up and coaching yeah. um, for some teams and things like that but I think my favorite part of the workshop is also seeing how the teams begin to interact with each other or yeah. how they start to help one another within the training. Um, I love that I'm facilitating and helping bring all of this content to life. But when they, when we start um, going through things and they're able to pick out within one another, that's when I feel yeah. like light bulb for me of, okay, they're yeah. getting it and they're now able to pick up on one another. Do you have any personal sort of successful negotiation moments, small or big? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So very random, but I negotiated my way into a trade show in Paris without any of the correct paperwork or anything. So to take a step back, I was in Paris for work for my first company, and it was morning of day two of a four-day work or a trade show. And all of a sudden, my phone is gone. My personal phone is nowhere to be found in the booth. Um, so went through the process. I reported it. No one had heard anything. I was tracking on my Apple Watch, and then all of a sudden it was gone. It shows the red X. I'm like, the phone's right. gone. <laughs> Someone took it. The end. So, <laughs> right? So I went the rest of my trip uh, without a personal phone. Sorry, Mom. She wasn't able to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's afraid. Right? Yeah, she was, like, probably freaking out. Finally, time to pack up all my bags and fly back to the States. As I'm getting ready to leave the hotel, my work phone rings. And it's the assistant of one of the biggest sales that we made over the show. And she said her boss accidentally took my phone and um, it was in their travel bag. So they were back at a market the next, it had been four days now, back at a market and they found it in their travel bag. And so she gave me their uh, coordinates and where they were at. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try and stop at this yeah. home for little uh, kind of hindsight it was a home furnishings trade show. It's kind of led me I mean, into the furniture world, right? <laughs> Where else would you go? <laughs> right? Um, but so I had taken an Uber there, got to this trade show. And for most of these, you have to have 
strict paperwork because it's all wholesaling. They don't yeah. want just anyone going through. Yeah. And so it was a huge negotiation to me in my head because I did not speak French. And the person I was negotiating with to try and let my, to get myself to go in, to get my phone and come back out, barely spoke any English. So we had to get very creative (laughs) on how we were able to work through this negotiation. Eventually I was able to go through, we made it work. I found my phone. I did. She was so apologetic. Um, we had the same exact case and both of our IDs were in the back. So they looked identical. It was an easy mistake, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One learned a big lesson on traveling, but two, it was a proud moment for me in negotiation when yeah. <laughs> we had to rely not just so much on words. How else could we make it happen? Yeah, just acting out. I love it. Yes, brilliant. yes. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And then I guess on the flip, what's your biggest sort of negotiation disaster if, if you're good. willing to share it? This one's kind of silly, but it's over a dollhouse. So I'm the youngest of two daughters <laughs> in my family. Um, I have, right. So I have an older sister and I have her to thank for a lot of the negotiation practice. I, I had was going to say up. your skills come from your siblings, right? <laughs> she was, she Always was tough. fighting away. <laughs> right. I had to get my uh, piece mm-hmm. of the pie, but so we had this dollhouse and she would negotiate with me all the time about how we were going to play and under what terms. So for me to be able to play with her, I had to agree to play on the backside of the dollhouse she really mastered that art of letting them have your way. There was no backside of the dollhouse. I was just playing on the carpet behind the house <laughs> by myself while she played in the dollhouse. She made you believe that you were part of that yes, game. she made me satisfied. <laughs> we joke about it now as a family, but so once we got older, we uh, gave my younger cousin the dollhouse and my aunt was genuinely confused. She's like, where's the backside? Ashley, you always played on the backside. And I was like, there wasn't one. It was a trick. That was the incredible Ashley. Thanks so much for your time today. I particularly enjoyed hearing your negotiation success and disaster stories. I think what also really struck me is your passion for negotiation right from the outset of your career and your eagerness to really have an impact on people to help them maximize their deals. Thank you, Ashley. And thank you, listeners. I hope you stop by again.